There's a BuzzFeed article that's trending about skills everybody had and needed until the 90s or so. <laughs> and now really they're completely obsolete. Like covering a textbook with a brown paper bag. You remember people used to do this? Do they not do that anymore? I'm sure there are some kids that do or some parents that do it for their kids, but that used to be very common. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why people did that, but they'd put the supermarket bag, yeah, I fold it up did and, that. and write math or yeah, you English on the, the front. cover. You know, it's funny. I didn't even think about that, but the, the kids, Lola is in middle school. She has textbooks. She never covers them. You know I what did, I think the difference might be is they used to recycle them year to year. So there'd be a textbook, then you had to turn well, it in and they give it to the next person. She does person. that too. She are you was, sure? Yeah, she has to send them back. She doesn't have as many books as I had, though, because a lot of the stuff is done on their Chromebook. Right. So I used to have one for every single subject, and she does not have that. But they don't cover them. They don't ask for book covers, and they do have to turn them in at the end of the year. So that's interesting. See, I went to the uh, bougie uh, Harry Potter Hogwarts yes. school, and we had to buy our own mm-hmm. textbooks every year. So if you wanted to scribble in it or do whatever you wanted, it didn't matter because it was yours to keep. So I wonder if that might have been part of that deal. <laughs> I'm sure it was for you. But anyway, the there's... rest of us used a brown paper bag <laughs> to keep them safe. <laughs> I had silverware I brought in. Yes, I'm sure you did. Had Jeeves serving me yes. lunch. <laughs> All skills from BuzzFeed people no longer seem to have. Unknotting the uh, curly telephone wire. Oh, I mean, yes. there are some phones that still have that wire. Matter of fact, my headphones have that curly telephone wire on the jack yeah, to plug in the headphones. But there's something different when you're on the phone with somebody yeah. and you're and you're undoing the wire on the bottom because you've stretched it out so far trying to hide from somebody while on the phone that it just knots all the time. It was amazing how far down the hall and around the yeah. corner and then through a closed door <laughs> right. that cord could go. Yes. Doing a karate chop to the TV, try and fix reception. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the bunny ears aren't working. I guess I'll just no. whack it. That'll probably work. Remembering all the phone numbers. You can't save them. Mm-hmm. You got to remember them or write them down on a piece yeah. of paper. Get your Rolodex out. The ability to make change. I'm always amazed when you get some 17-year-old kid at the fast food place. They know how to make change. It's a lost art Oh, almost. I see what you're saying. Like to make, I thought you meant like change in the world. I was, I was like, <laughs> you can't do that anymore. Oh, he's, all these woke snowflakes <laughs> think they're doing that. But I'm talking about making change with pennies and dimes. I understand what you're saying now. <laughs> how about origami? Oh, yeah. Everybody used to do mm-hmm. that in school. Well, because you used to fold notes and you used to hand out notes to everyone. So you had to know how to fold them up into cool shapes. Writing in cursive is a good one. Yeah. You don't see people doing that very no, often. No, I got my own little language there. I really miss my calling to be a pediatrician. I just scribble circles. This is hieroglyphics is what it is. <laughs> I don't know what that writing is. Speaking of TV, if you had to set a VCR to record a program at a time, would you remember how to do it? I remember how to do that. Yeah, you have to hold down the record and the play at the same time, yeah. right? Well, then you had to go in and they had a little time. Right, thing. You set the timer beep, 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 and you get it to yeah. move from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, little days of the week would, uh-huh. would light up, and then you type in the time, and then it would start recording. And, and it was great when Dad would be watching TV, and all of a sudden the thing <laughs> would go, boom, and just come on. He's like, what the hell are you taping? <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry about it. I'm taping it so you can watch your show. You're yelling at me? <laughs> Sorry, I'll discuss it with the therapist okay, later. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Here you go. You're going to like this one. Using the Dewey Decimal System, find out where your library mm-hmm. book is. Yeah. Remember they had just that giant wall with those drawers yes. and then you had to go find the thing and then is it BA.10? Uh-huh. What is it? Oh my God. You go down all those little cards to figure it out. And if somebody didn't put it back in the right place, you were screwed. All right. One more. Listen to this one. Refolding a map correctly. Oh, yeah. I always had a hard time doing that, but I could probably. You could always tell a person's personality by how they would refold their map <laughs> yeah. when they weren't using it. Yes. Because if the thing was folded incorrectly, you judge a person for that well, a little bit. It's so large. And if you're behind the drive, driver's side wheel and you're trying to fold the whole stinking thing in half and it's just crumpling yeah. everywhere. Oh. But if someone's got a map on the, and you can tell that it isn't folded back to how it looked yes. in the bookstore where they yeah. got it, you would think to yourself, man, what a lazy bastard this person is. <laughs> you judged the person a little bit about their map folding. A little bit you did. Did you ever go to a AAA or to a travel agent and have them uh, do a, a route for you so you could see how to get from one place to another? You ever do this back in the day to take a big marker out, a big pink marker, and make a... I used to think uh, it was very satisfying look at the map and see yes. my route highlighted. I, I never went somewhere, but my my father, who was a truck driver, right. would do that for me because I would travel from his house to my mom's house, and they never lived right. near each other for obvious reasons. Sure. But he <laughs> he would he would do that on the map, and then I remember when MapQuest came out, printing yeah. out the directions, and it would give you the step by step directions. And I thought that that was the best thing ever; that it was just written out there for me every single step. Though a lot of times those were not accurate at that no. time because they just weren't, and they would tell you to turn left, and there was a lake there or a river. <laughs> I can't turn left. Well, it'll say something strange like we know the road is you know John Brown Road, but it'll say turn left on NJ Route. Yes, 167. Yes. I'm like, what's Route 167? What you know, because it's some old... Very confusing. Yeah. yeah. But I do rem- I do remember 
having to use the map. I'm glad we don't have to do that anymore because I think it was probably dangerous <laughs> to sit there and try to look at the map and read uh, that. Hey. Well, if you're by yourself in the car and you're trying to read the map yeah. while you're driving, it could be very, very dangerous. And yeah. I am the type of person I just never know where I'm going. I'm always lost and I always follow my GPS now. Yeah. So I... I I'm so glad we have that technology. It was a different world back then, it not really knowing was. where you're going. I don't know how I got anywhere, but when I first I started driving, yeah, my my mom left me. I didn't have the foldable one, thankfully, but I had the book. You remember, you get the book, yeah, and it would have sure. every city and every street. So she left one of those books in the car for me, and I was just like, I'm going to go to school and back, and that's it, because I don't know where anything else is. I was such a map nerd that I have a a, a big black with gold print on the front, the ultimate <laughs> map of the every state, every city, and every state it zooms in and shows you the city map. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. It was like a $50 Rand McNally book. I got that somewhere. That's definitely one of those lost arts. We were talking about the things you don't have to do anymore in the 90s. Right. It, that's one of those lost arts that it's just, the kids will never have to look at a map or know how to read a map ever again because of GPS. We had a story earlier about a, a 10-foot werewolf. It was out in Ohio where the story came from. Lady left up her Halloween decorations yes. for a year. But we just got a text here in the text connect, 774-4444. What's this? There's a big werewolf on someone's lawn in Manahawken? Yes. Apparently, they pass it every single day, and they dress it up for different holidays. Mm. So it's, <laughs> it's up. Yeah, uh, Brian texted in and said, oh, my God, I live near the 10-foot werewolf. I pass by the 10-foot werewolf every day. A neighborhood in Manahawken has not taken it down. <laughs> Even better, he decorates it for every single holiday. That's yeah, it was great. He said, yeah, it was funny at Thanksgiving and Christmas, but now it's an eyesore. Now we got the Uncle oh. Sam 4th of July werewolf. It's great. <laughs> yeah. That's just great. I think that's great. Well, even worse news this morning, Joe. I got to mention this before we uh, wrap up for the day. Before I forget, yep. The toasted almond good humor bar gone oh, forever. This is tragic. Right before our nation's birthday, it's just un-American, isn't it? Uh, it's horrible. Yeah, that was my favorite good humor growing up. The I almond one. Yeah. Mm. There was one I didn't that like was a Claire one, the chocolate eclair one. See, that's the one I like, but I'm a chocolateaholic. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, I was going to say there's another one that had like a chocolate shell over vanilla ice cream. Does that ring a bell? Or am I confusing yeah. that with someone? That was just their good humor. That was yeah, just that was the, just, that's that was that's the, the standard. Yeah, well, that's, a fav- that's my favorite. I mm-hmm. like the basics, you know. Mm. I honestly don't know if I ever had the toasted almond one, and now I feel like I'm missing out because it's gone. They're going to be selling them yeah. on eBay. This is like when we thought we were losing <laughs> Twinkies. People started selling boxes of Twinkies for 150 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Aww, so the sad. toasted almond good humor. So sad. So, so sad. It really is. Yeah. yeah. Well, they used to have the creamsicles on the good humor truck. Yeah, sure. Remember yeah. the strawberry shortcake? Oh, thing? yeah. I love the strawberry that shortcake. That is good. That one was really good. Good call on that. Or you get the and popsicles they... with the gumball eyes, and the gumballs were always oh, really yeah. hard. That's right. <laughs> and they had the cones. Mm-hmm. Remember the cones? Oh, those were good. Mm-hmm. Didn't they have one that looked like Mickey Mouse or uh, one of those who were Smurf? I seem yeah, to remember probably. that, too. Yeah, they probably. had all the different With the little gumball the eyeballs, characters. yeah. But the oh. creamsicles, those were great. And then they also had the... I think they were technically creamsicles, but they were in that tube that looked like a toilet paper ra- uh, tube, and you <laughs> like oh, the, yeah. the push pop. What sure, those? yeah, it was push just pop. A, yeah, yeah it was just pop. a decorated toilet paper tube with ice cream in it. <laughs> it's very delicious. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah. It would get all soggy in your mouth. Great, yeah. <laughs> loved it. Pick up one of those. We used to have just the cups, just cups of yes. ice cream and ice cream sandwiches with the on wooden the good spoon, and you'd always cut your yeah. mouth. Look at the wooden spoon thing, don't they? I know, but it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> like I bet your not. Tongue up. I bet that's you know. Yeah, there's some snowflake that stopped that. From I don't know because sure. you can't have the plastic, so I don't. They probably do still have some of the wooden spoons. Yeah, I, I, guess. I would think that they do. I, I don't know. Get yourself one of those. Go see the Fourth of July werewolf in Manahawk. <laughs> That's a, that's a holiday that's a weekend for you. Yeah, that's a good that's day a right, right there. Right there. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> screams summer like that. <laughs> hey, how you doing? I'm here to see your werewolf of Manahawkin. <laughs> so great. I brought toasted <laughs> almond good humor bars for everybody. Well, you can still buy them, yeah. uh, the the, the uh, wooden sco- uh, ice cream uh, scoops. Oh, you can still buy them? Yeah. Okay. So they still make them. A hundred of them on Amazon, $6.49. <laughs> they're, defini- they're definitely smooth and won't give you any mouth blusters. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Got to the experience. Yeah. Got a splinter in my tongue. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we'll buy some of those up and give them away the next time we do Dead Guy in the Envelope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Move from the clappers. Mm-hmm. $6. I got to get them to you. Yeah, we need to figure that out because we've had listeners asking, where's my clapper? <laughs> uh, yeah, I bet they're banging the doors down. Banging the doors down. They're very upset. They want their clappers. <laughs> uh, 
Welcome to the first day of summer 2023. It is Wednesday, June the 21st, 2023. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Good morning, America. 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM on your boss app, 1071theboss.com. Good going this morning. Thank you, silly song guy Kevin. Here's right on to big news. This morning about Hunter Biden. That was pretty funny. Thank you for that. <laughs> we got a big show ready to roll this morning. Hello, Joseph. Hello there. I have a traffic question for you. Yes. Believe it or not. Is, how is it possible that Philadelphia has fixed that roadway already? Because I saw their it's governor temporary. Shapiro saying it's it's temporary. It's glass. Yeah. How does that temporary work? Temporary fix. They put up. Um, they just put a temporary fix in. Temporary bridge. You see them all the time. Huh? You, you probably go over them all the time. You don't even realize it. But they're temporary bridges, Tell and me then that. they uh, and then they then they tear up the old one, huh. and um, and you know fix it, and then they move the temporary bridge over, and that's how they do it. Because when this happened, when the explosion happened, I was thinking it was going to be months and months and months until the freeway opened again. So I was yeah. surprised by this. Is this the deal, you know, when you go up to like the top of the Empire State Building and then they get that little piece of plexiglass you can stand on and you look down 85 stories? Is it like that kind of glass? Uh, it's not glass. I thought I heard on the news it was glass or some sort of a glass-like substance because they don't have time to pour the concrete let it dry. No, they're paving. Well, maybe. I don't know. But it's it's they're usually just metal, really, to be honest with you. Oh. That's pretty amazing. The give, ones I've seen, I give them a lot of credit for getting it fixed that fast. Yeah, well, I mean, they Crazy. just, they just, they just, and again, it's, they do. It's more than this, but they slap them up there and then uh, you know pave them, and then they use those as the uh, structure until they build a permanent one. Mm. So they get the traffic moving through there because that has been a mess, as you would imagine. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Well. Yep. I'll give kudos to their governor. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Not so much to ours. I can't think of any reason to give one to ours, but I'll give kudos to Governor Shapiro of Pennsylvania. By the way, Joe, happy Hoagie Fest. You tell me the Hoagie oh, Fest is on at Wawa, baby. Oh, big, 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 big. Big Hoagie news. Fest. Six bucks. I'll tell you what, those meatball hoagies look absolutely fantastic. Even at this time of morning, I could go for one. And I think the meatball one's $5. Oh, boy. I love we're sitting on the couch last night. And I'm typing on my computer, and Robbie turns and looks at me and goes, why is Joe sending me this? <laughs> and I look at it, I go, it's Hoagie Fest. Hoagie Fest, baby. <laughs> I forgot it is Hoagie Fest season. That's some good news right there. It's the best time uh, of the Hoagie year. Fest. Oh, it's big. Yeah, $5 shorty, $6 classic. I love like, it. It's like the Andy Williams song. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's Hoagie mm-hmm. Fest. Oh, it's great. At Hoagie Wawa. Fest, man. Get to the Wawa, get into Hoagie Fest. <laughs> you can stop at a Wawa, there's nothing bad happening. The food's great, the coffee's great, the, the gasoline is reasonably priced, their yep. attendants are pleasant. Wawa's a magical place. It really is. And they're not even paying for this. Nope. We, no. we love them. Gracie can live on their pretzels there, their little All soft pretzels. Oh, he he would eat them for every meal of every day if I let him. It's like, they're stop good. eating pretzels. You're going to turn into one. When Jack came have back from vacation. Bur- have you tried what? the burgers yet? Oh, no. We no, haven't I haven't had a burger. Evening? No. Oh, they're actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, when Jack came back from vacation, the overnight DJ, he, yeah. he's so obsessed that he he worked there before he became a DJ. And he mm-hmm. said he spent one of the days of his vacation. He <laughs> went five times in one day. And he said he was trying to top his record. Maybe he's going to go six the next time he's on vacation. That's how much he loves Wawa. <laughs> I'm not even making that up. That's no. how much he loves Wawa. He's he like, well, loves for, it. first I stopped in for a coffee. Then I went back for lunch. Then I did some gas. Then I went and had another snack. I'm like, that's that's a lot, Jack. He's obsessed. That's a lot of Wawa in one day. Right? Yeah. But now it's Hoagie Fest, so all bets are off, baby. All bets are off. There you go. Alrighty, go ahead. <laughs> I bet you that. I bet you that Wawa other in uh, in um, Chadwick is a freaking nightmare today. Oh yeah, sure. Million kids in there. Sure. Mm-hmm. Let's get you over the hump. Get you closer to the weekend time for pre coffee thoughts. We go around the room. We have everybody write down the first thing that comes to mind, a little stream of consciousness, before we plug in, before we play a tune, before we have a sip of coffee. Pre-coffee thoughts. People get a kick out of this, so we keep doing it. Go to bed, you'll feel better in the morning is kind of like the human version of, did you turn it off and turn it back on again? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Like like the reboot button for (laughs) your belly. Recharge, yeah. Nothing is on fire. Technically, fire is on things. That's a deep thought. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay. Tell me that my pants are on fire. Yeah. <laughs> How do our brains remember that we forget something, but we can't remember what that thing was? You play that little wow. game where you do the alphabet. I do the alphabet you game. I like, think it started with a T or was mm-hmm. it an S? Especially for names, because I'm horrible with names. So if I'm trying to think of someone's name, if I see their face, sure. I'll go through the alphabet, different names. that, And then if I get to Z and I can't figure it out, I'll Google it, but... I do try. When we're young, we sneak out of our house to go to a party. When we're old, we sneak out of the party to get back home. <laughs> Boy, is that true? That's Does so that ring true. true? That's so true and sad. Do you find that you correct, autocorrect more than it corrects for you? Yes. Every 
day. I don't Every mean day. duck. I don't mean duck. You know what's terrible is I have autocorrect on my computer now. I have this Grammarly, so mm. it'll automatically do that sometimes. And I don't mean it to, and I won't go back and check it because I know I typed it right. And then I go back and read it. I'm like, what does that mean? That's not even a word. The iPhone at least kind of gets to know where your fingers yes. go a little bit. The Grammarly is it. does a, not. Oh, that's a, it's, that's a spelling Nazi right there. Terrible. Maybe urinals were invented because a tall guy walked past the sink once and thought, eh. <laughs> Probably. All right. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. That's disgusting. That's so <laughs> Time now for the CBB. The Community Bulletin Board proudly presented, proudly presented by Monmouth Park, where this weekend the Wine and Pizza Festival. Boss Rodi see you there noon on Saturday as part of the big weekend. It's back at Monmouth Park for the whole weekend. Delicious pizza from some of the area's top pizza chefs and pizzerias. Mm. Live music, wine sampling, and more. Get your tickets in advance at SeatGeek.com slash Monmouth to save 15% or right there at the box office, Monmouth Park. Local businesses, organizations... Charities, community groups, putting on fun events. They send us these items. We do our best to share them all each and every morning, right about 8.35 and 6.20 in the morning. If you have one, you can always text us, 732-774-4444 with a link. You can do it at the website or on the Facebook page. Free kids yoga class going on Saturday starting at 10 at Blue Moon Yoga in Shrewsbury. For children age 8 to 12, space is limited. Sign up now. It's a free kids yoga class, blueyoga.net. I want to do that goat yoga, especially since I've had this back issue. Yeah? I just love the idea of a little animal jumping on my back, working it out for me. Let's do it. I don't like the idea of some person with their fingers. I'm not into the you massage. The yo- you like the hooves? Yeah, I like the hooves. I think I'm a hoof guy. <laughs> That's, wow. Okay. Garden State Comic Fest is going on this weekend at Menin Arena, Morristown. Meet and greets with some guests from comic book movies and... People that draw the comic books and people that dress up like the Mm -hmm. superheroes, all that business. They got some celebrity guests, I understand. GardenStateComicFest.com for tickets and more info. And Hoboken's always got something going on. What a great downtown they've got. It's the My Way Sinatra Sing-Off Contest tomorrow night. Sinatra Park starting at 6.30. Contestants compete for the title of Best Sinatra-Style Singer by singing their favorite Sinatra tune. That's fun. Boy, that's Jersey as it gets, isn't it? Yeah, it it is. (laughs) Have a cannoli sing like Frank. Check out Tap Into Hoboken on Facebook for the details. Matter of fact, the kid that was at the Blastoff. I'm trying to remember Joe's. his name. Was it Tyler? I think it was Tyler. Even Tyler, yeah. He performed. He Joe's was nephew. great. I wonder. Yeah. I think he said he was going to be part of this thing. So, Oh, really? Go and root him on. Just really say, fun. Hey, excuse me. Were you at that blast off with Joe Nolan? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll vote for you. There you go. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. I'm breaking laws while I had fun. I fought the law and ha-ha, I won. I fought the law and ha-ha, I won. It helps a little when you're Joe's son. I fought the law, ha-ha, I won. I fought the law and ha-ha, I won. I skipped my taxes and I lied to feds when I done bought my gun. So I'll take classes while I lie in bed. I fought the law, ha ha, I won. I fought the law and ha ha, I won. See me tonight on MSNBC. I fought the law and ha ha, I won. I fought the law and ha ha, I won. I could end up as daddy's VP. I fought the law and ha ha, I won. I fought the law and ha ha, I won. The misdemeanor is for me, my man. Don't mention felonies. About a painting for just a hundred grand. I fought the law, ha ha, I won. I fought the law, and ha ha, I won. Woo! Yes! Yes, I did. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Hello, how are you? 
I'm doing great. Thanks for being on with us. Congratulations. A brand new season of Temptation Island over on the USA Network. Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock. This is a fun show. It's, it's fun. It's kind of like looking, being a voyeur, looking through the window, watching the people on Temptation Island. Yeah, I think, uh, I think there is a lot of... Um Oh, for sure. Now, for people that don't know, the concept is couples come to the island. They call it Temptation Island because everyone's living with members of the opposite sex. And will something happen? Will they? Won't they? Will there be cheaters? Right. That's pretty much the way to describe it, right? Uh, that's a sort of version. There's four couples that have been in a long relationship that have decided they're at a crossroads right. and then choose to be single again for a period. So that's where they get tempted by other singles and then figure out what they want to do with their life. Okay, I just want to make sure I got the concept right. So they're, they're choosing to be single and come and figure it out. Okay. Uh, now, how did uh, how does this happen? How do you choose the people? Do you look for certain people? or they're, How are the contestants picked? Well, you know, I got to be honest with you. I'm the host. I don't pick the contestants. Right. I'm not a part of that. But I do know that, that all kinds of, you know, there's two levels. There are couples that are going to be on the show and come seek us out. Uh, and there are singles that want to be on the show that we either seek out or they seek us out. So like all reality shows, it starts with somebody inquiring to be part of it and then the interview process and vetting process to make sure that we have the right mix. Right. This season, I think we've got an incredible cast of people and great personalities to watch. I think it's always interesting because you do get such, that's why I asked that question, you get such a mix of different kinds of people from different backgrounds, and there's always one person that's much more emotional, one person's always very stoic, so it's kind of interesting to watch all different kinds of people and how they react in the same situation. You know, every relationship is unique unto the people involved. And what I find interesting is that we'll, we'll see the same clip together of something that happens on the show. Right. Five people will see one thing, but the person involved will see something entirely different. And I think that's really where the show lives. It's, it's not what's actually happening, it's but how you feel about what's happening. Now, as the, uh, as the host of the show, how much of the drama are you seeing up close? I really try to not watch the drama part of the show until it airs on TV. Huh. I like to try to be separate from it so that I can be an advocate for these people as they go through it. So when they come to the bonfire, which is really the part that I spend my, most of my time on, right. we see clips of their significant other and what's going on. I kind of choose to watch those clips with them for the first time on camera so that we can react together and figure it out. It seems to work for me, and it seems to be the best way I know how to do it. Because I wonder sometimes when you see you know people fighting or those sort of things, if you're in a bungalow somewhere, they can come and get you and ask for help, or, or have you be their therapist or something if they wanted to. But you're not you're not part of that at all. You only you only come for the bonfire. You're not there. You're not gonna you don't get involved in the drama. I don't get involved in the drama. But if somebody were to reach out and say to the producers, "I really like to talk to Mark about something," then you could bet they'd have me right there. You know, I'm I'm only a few steps away. I'm, I'm staying very close to where everybody is. Right. So there have been times when I've been called in because they wanted to talk about something. Season one, I think that happened. And this season, even, I show up to the house when the singles and couples are on dates and there are only a couple of people in the house just to have a conversation with the people that are there. So it's really an organic thing. We can do whatever we want. We don't have a format necessarily that demands that we stay uh, specific because of some prize or anything. We can go wherever the story goes. So I'm available, we have all kinds of conversations, but I really try to stay out of the fray so that I don't project anything other than their own experience. That's going to be kind of a funny thing. I mean, you're a, yeah, you're a broadcaster and an MC. That's going to be kind of a funny thing when you, you do have people that want to talk to you about what's going on in their you know their whole life. That's kind of a weird skill to develop, right? Well, I tell them, I'm like, look, you know, just so we're clear, I'm just a, you know, I'm a TV host. I'm not a relationship expert, <laughs> but... I've been in a relationship longer than you guys have ever thought about because I'm older <laughs> and I have some life experience that I'm willing to share with you. And if it has value, cool. And if it doesn't, throw it away. But uh, I'm willing to have this sort of, uh, you know, authentic conversation with you. And what has been really interesting is that was never what my my um, purpose was. And now that's almost all they asked me to do. <laughs> so I share what I can share and I let people know, look, you know, this is just me talking. Take it for what it's worth, and we take it from there. I got to tell you, Mark, you sound fired up. You were ready to go. You sound pumped up about this season. I'm pumped up just because I got out of bed this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pumped up most of the time. Sure. But I think this season's going to be great. I'm excited to finally get it on the air. I think that um, the viewers who like the show are going to love it, and the people who haven't seen it are going to discover it. It's a good season. So it's, uh, you at least give it a couple episodes and take the picture. So it's Wednesday nights. It's Temptation Island, brand new season uh, over there on the USA Network. Before we let you run, are you still doing the Antiques Roadshow? A lot of people love that show. I haven't done that in many, many years. I, I, I think some of those episodes still air with me on it. Okay. I haven't been part of that show for many years. 
but I got nothing but love for the people still doing it. All right, because we get a lot of people saying, "Is Mark still on the show? Is he not on the show?" And I'm like, I think those are reruns. I'm not sure, but I figured I'd ask. I'd ask the horse himself. Yeah, well, I don't think I have been on that show for you know, gosh, it's getting on probably close to ten years now. I don't even know how long it's been, but those episodes keep, keep showing up from time to time because. People uh, always hit me up and say, I saw you today. And I'm like, great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. But, but luckily, that show is still continuing. It's an American, it's an American treasure. People love that show. So hopefully, uh, it'll continue to be successful. It sure is, yeah. Still on it. So if you want to see, you see Mark today, you got to watch USA Network, Temptation Island. Mark, it's great to talk to you, buddy. Congrats with the season. I hope it's a big success. Thanks for the support, and I think people are going to love it. Is it just me or is he a bit of a d***? Did you get that impression what? there? Why do you say that? I don't know. I just get the feeling he was kind of like <laughs> no. a little bitchy. You didn't get that impression? No, I didn't get that impression. I got a bitchy impression from Mark Wahlberg. Really? Also, I, that was me. I was asking. I had no idea he wasn't on the Antiques Roadshow anymore. That's no. terrible. No, he is the host of The Price is Right Live, though. He does. So, wait a minute. I don't care about that. Who is hosting uh, Antiques Roadshow now? Is Antiques Roadshow even on? Of is course. It I mean, still sure. On? It's on all the time, and he's I always the host. On all I had the no time. idea there was another host. He's always the host when it's on. <laughs> does that mean every episode I'm watching is from like 2002? It must be. Yeah. It can we look be. this up? Who is the host of I, Antiques Roadshow I can, now? I can look Why it up am I not you. the host of Antiques Roadshow? I don't know. According to Wikipedia, Mark Wahlberg hosted the show until 2019. He says he's been off for 10 years. Well, according to Wiki, I told you there was something weird with him. 2006 to 2019 yeah. and then Coral Pena was billed as a narrator rather than the host for the newest season. So there is no new host and he was no. on up until just before yes. COVID. I told you we had a funny vibe going on. He's hiding something from me. That's according to Wiki. You're That's banned from the show, Mark Wiki. Wahlberg. You're banned from the show. That's it. I'm banned. First time I've banned a guest from the show. Okay. All right, maybe he's not banned from the show, but we got a feud going on like me and Pat Monahan from Train. Okay. Because he's uh, he must know that it has only been a couple of years. He's like, oh, I've been on there in 10 years. I don't know why you bring that up. Well, a lot of people still see on the Antiques Roadshow. Or Wiki is wrong. They can't be that wrong. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Anybody can contribute to Wiki. I understand that, but it's just he seemed offended that I brought it up. That's what I knew him from. I've never seen the Temptation Island show, to be honest with you. I've heard of it, yeah. but I've seen him many times on Antiques Roadshow. He's telling me all of those are from 15 years ago? I don't think so. I think there's, he's hiding something for whatever reason. <laughs> Some sort of a Mark L. Wahlberg conspiracy going on here. He asked me. Or maybe they wronged him when he left and he doesn't want to be associated with them. That's going to be. I mean, maybe. What, what could yeah. possibly have happened? It's on PBS. What could possibly have <laughs> you happened? You don't know. You don't know. I mean, he got paid for it, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Oh, maybe oh. that's it. Maybe uh, he got paid, but now they keep running the episodes and he feels like he should be getting residual compensation. Right. That could be it. That's what I'm saying. You don't know what happened. PBS could be dirty. Hmm. <laughs> Doing jo- him dirty. Oh. Joe, why don't we get him a Gracie and tell him to go home? What do you think? You know, you're such a jerk. Uh, Oh, here's a Gracie. Have a nice day. According according to Mark IMDb, which is usually pretty accurate, right? It is. Yes. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Remember, this is Mark L. Wahlberg, not the Marky Mark. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Hold on. Is, does he have one? Because I try to look for it. And if he's been on television, no, he's Antiques, got one. Antique Roadshow does. Oh, Antiques Roadshow does. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say his tenure had to be like 2002 to 2019. You know what? He doesn't, even if he's on TV, uh, IMDb is another one of those things, like those weird awards that people get, like the Gracies that you have to pay to use every single month. Oh, that's not really. It's $30 every single month to be a part of IMDb, plus a membership fee every Mm. year. Is that how you win a Gracie? You have to uh, pay a fee and they give you the award? I see. That's how most award shows, even the Academy Awards, you have to be a part of the Academy. That's true. Right. (laughs) Do you know that, Joe? I didn't know that. Yeah, well, that's what, what, look at the SAG Awards. Yeah, yes. oh, you're right. Are like that. Mm-hmm. All of the awards are like that. You have to pay to get the award. I am looking at Mark L. Wahlberg's IMDb, and I don't even see that on here. Is this the same guy? That yeah. can't be the same guy. Is that the same guy? I, I can't see your uh, I, actor. Yeah, producer. that's him. It doesn't even have... If you have put in Mark L. Wahlberg, yeah, there's yeah. Temptation Island. Okay, yeah. there it is. So he doesn't even have Antiques Roadshow listed? Maybe there is some bad blood. Hmm. Because sometimes the handlers tell you, listen, when you get the guy on the line, don't bring something up. They didn't say anything about it, but, man, I just got a, the willies when I brought it up. He seemed upset. <coughs> so there's got to be something to it. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's very, very strange. I don't know how you'd be upset with a show where people show you old jewelry, thing. but... Isn't even... 
I mean, you can't find anything about him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying on IMDb. Yeah. He doesn't even have it listed. It is on it is on Wikipedia. So there's definitely more to that story. I wonder if there's some sort of behind the scenes scandal, and we're just touching the tip of the iceberg here. I'm telling you, it's we're gonna blow this thing wide open. It's that PBS. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to this, he was a voiceover of several chains of mother about left the role at the end of season 23. Yeah, so Which, that would be a couple of years ago. Right. And my guess is they suspended production because of COVID, because you couldn't bring people mm-hmm. in a big auditorium. And now yeah. they started it up again. Mm-hmm. So he probably left when COVID hit. So that's not, he's, he made it as if he's been off the show for years and it was absurd I brought it up. That's why I'm aggravated here. Well, if you'd like mm. to get a cameo from Mark L. Wahlberg, it's $89, letting you know. <laughs> oh, the cameo where he wishes you happy birthday? Yes. No, he can, he can stuff it. It's what he can He's do. He's had 122 people write him on there, so people have done it. <laughs> Very weird. I love Antiques Roadshow, by the way. I do, too. I love that show. Yeah, great show. I'd love to bring some of my old crap in there, see if, see if it's worth anything. Like, I, I, have, I, I have a china set for my great-grandmother that yeah. was passed down to her, and I won't take it out of the box because I'm terrified something will happen to it. I, yeah. I just would love to know if it's worth anything. See, I love when some old person brings a curio cabinet that's been in the family for, like, 150 years, and then the guy goes, oh, if you look right here at the mark, it says, and they lean it a little bit. I'm like, oh, drop it. Be Go careful. ahead, drop it. Be Break careful. it. Break it on her. Go ahead. I just <laughs> want to see the look of shock if they, the, the guy accidentally breaks her old curio cabinet. <laughs> oh, let me just take the head off of this doll. Oops, it shattered. <laughs> I'd like to see that. My I'd like fa- to see the blooper reel on Antiques Roadshow. My favorite is, is that when they, uh, you know, the person comes in and he says, this this was uh, given to my grandfather, my great-grandfather. Father by Abraham Lincoln in 1864. <laughs> and he'll say, well, <laughs> it was made in 1940. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's true. You That's know. just as great when the face just falls. Oh, my dad told me it was from President Lincoln. Nope. nope. Not only is it not worth anything, but your father's been lying to me for the last <laughs> <Right>. 30 years. <laughs> I thought I was leaving here with a million dollars. Nope. And the other thing, too, I'd be so angry if I had something that was a little weird and I got up there and they brought me and they put me on TV, you know, and they're talking to me and everything else. And the lady says, it's worth between $1,500 and $2,000. You're thinking in your head, oh, man, it's a hundred grand. Right. It's a hundred grand. Right. <laughs> $2,000. Nothing. <laughs> you know what else is good? You're, when they do run the uh, the old episodes, they show you the update with inflation. Mm-hmm. And I love I try to guess which is depreciated. And then when they yeah. hear that little noise, it goes. <laughs> That's my favorite part, too. It's a great we gotta show. Get that. Should have sold it when you had a chance, yes. pal. Yep. We got to get that sound. That's a great sound. <laughs> well, I'm not getting it from Mark L. Wolberg. That's for sure. Right. He's not helping me in any way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, when someone misses a quest or, or doesn't win or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> well, oh, well, here's a report from the uh, Gracie Award winning Joseph P. Nolan. <laughs> Jeez. You're such well. a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I know. <laughs> Complaining quite a bit about my back. Could, be, could be worse. Reading about a guy named Henry. He was on a Price is Right yesterday. Came all the way from England to appear on the show. He gets so excited after he wins the game bonkers that he's going, woo, woo, and he's pumping his arms in the air, dislocated his shoulders. <laughs> now, apparently, oh. this part of it happened uh, off camera, so they come back to him, and they're going to go spin the wheel, you know, yeah. see who goes to the showcase yeah, yeah, showdown, yeah. and his arm is kind of hanging. He's got a sling oh, on. Oh, no. They brought up his wife, Alice, to spin the wheel. He did not win the showcase showdown. So. Oh, poor guy. Man, so excited to be on The prices Right, dislocates his shoulder. That was clearly his... a great physical specimen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or he was really exciting. Uh, uh, excited. Yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe he did a cartwheel or something off camera, and it just went. <laughs> they said he was just uh, fist pumping he in the wooing. air. Yeah, woo! He's a woo boy. <laughs> Drew Carey's like, ah, your arm fell off. Yeah. <laughs> I used to like it, uh, Joe. You remember when Bob Barker would host a show? You could tell, especially the last couple of years, that he would be actively upset when contestants made stupid guesses. And you'd go like, really, really. <laughs> I loved when Pop Parker yeah. would do that. Get yeah, mad at the funny. contestant. He'd get a little annoyed. It was really? it was very funny. So it could be worse. I could have a dislocated shoulder. Could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those they pop back in. And yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it's sore after it pops back in. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> don't you think there's higher test medication I could be on? Can I be getting a shot of some sort so I just don't feel anything at all? No, we've been through this. You have to feel it or you're going to hurt yourself more. And I know you don't want to feel it, but you just the doctor said this could be six weeks. Well, it's, oh, been, it's been two weeks already. 
It's just been two yes. days since I finally went to the doctor, and I went to a chiropractor right away. I you just did. feel by this point I should be feeling a little better, and I still can't get my shoes on. Can't bend over. It's ridiculous. Oh. To put you in a physical therapy. No. Oh. Well, that's next. Yeah. Can you imagine be with all the old ladies in there in physical therapy, no, making friends with not, Myrtle? No, it's not no, old ladies. No, 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 I mean, no, every no. But if you get an injury, you can you go to physical therapy because you have to build up the muscle around your in- injury. Uh, there are high schoolers that go to physical therapy. I thought of the rehab places being kind of like a nursing home. No, 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 no not at all. Because my, gr- my grandma had her hip done when I was a kid. I remember going in there. It was all these old timers. No? Sure. Yeah. Well. Different now. Different now. Well, yeah. It's it's yeah. I mean, I think they they prescribe it a lot more than they used to. I mean, if you run track and you break your ankle, you got to build up the muscle around your ankle, right. and working out more is not going to do that. You got to go to somebody who knows how to do that, so you don't do it again. I think the other thing I got to do is take off some pounds. But Joel, I'll admit to you, last night I said uh, we're watching a com- commercial comes on for uh, Velveeta mac and cheese. I went, oh boy, that looks good. And she oh, goes, oh, I need some of that. You know, Rochelle says she goes, guess when I got in the cupboard last time the kids were with us. I said, oh boy, so I had <laughs> I had Velveeta oh, mac geez. and cheese with uh, toasted. Uh, cauliflower in it. Oh, I did. I boy, was that delicious? So. Yeah. And to be yeah, well, to be fair, it was the organic mac and cheese. It wasn't. Velveeta. Oh, I thought it was Velveeta. It tasted like Velveeta. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that craft taste. It was a real gooey yeah, mac and cheese. It was the gooey one. Oh, that was so good. So I'm not helping my cause either by not exercising. But anyhow, at least I don't have to uh, go spin the big wheel on the prices right like poor Henry no. here. Let's try this. Time for the mystery oldie of the day. Tears for Fears will be at Madison Square Garden Monday night. That's June the 26th. You want to go. First correct caller to correctly identify the mystery oldie. Listen carefully. Here it is. Oh, boy. This is going to be a tough one today. Oh, do that again. All right. Mystery oldie of the day. Listen closely. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. One more time. Yeah, one more time. You just get that one little note. It's kind of like Dame That Tune. If you can tell me what song that is, I'll give you the tickets. Go see Tears for Fears, Mystery Oldie. 732-774-4444. Phone lines open. 732-774-4444. Once more, here it is. Huh. Phone lines ringing now. 732-774-4444 to get in on this. Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Mystery Oldie, what do you think? Yes, is it Highway to Heaven? No, sir. <laughs> Hi, it's a boss mystery oldie. No, that's a good guess, though. That's a mm. good guess. I'm going to tell you, I almost went with mashed potato time. Remember that 60s song, the mashed potato? Yeah, yeah. But I decided to go with, uh, instead of go with this, here it is again. Hi, it's a boss mystery oldie. Hey, is it, uh, I'm never going to let you go? It is. It's never going to let you go. Oh, wow. wow. Man. Nice job. Let's hear a little bit more of that. Yeah. Sergio Mendez. Never going to oh. let you go. You're going to be in my arms forever. 1983. The mystery oldie of the day. Well done. Third guess. That's impressive. That is impressive. I thought it was Whitney Houston. Yeah. It does kind of sound like that. Let's hear a little bit of Sergio. Yeah. Here we go. I was as wrong oh. as I could be. This is love making music. To let you I'll regret that as long as I'm living. Mm. What's your name, sir, by the way? It's Dave. Dave, where are you calling us from today? I'm on the parkway. I live in Wall. Okay, good. You got tickets to go to uh, Madison Square Garden on Monday night. Going to go see Tears for Fears, big 80s rock and roll band. That should be good, right? Fantastic. All right, hang on the line. Get all your info here. I want to hear the hook. It sounds like people. I don't think it is people. Yeah. Remember, Sergio Mendez had that group, the Brazil 66. He just hired different people to sing, I think. If you don't know the song yet, here comes the hook. Yeah. This time you can be sure. Get it. I'm never gonna let you go. I always hear the lyrics of these kind of like R and B songs that I think about. So you imagine if you're a young kid, you're with That's a girl, and you're like, "I want to hold your, I want to hold your body close to mine." Yeah, you get slapped in the face. Who can say that? Weird lyrics in those. You could uh, sing it. Those old R and B songs. Sang it to you, it'd be okay. Ed oh, Bo- but that's a great song. It is you good. Know? It is. And for more soft and easy favorites, just like this one, tune to our sister station, The Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you, you know, that that's 
when you're sitting on the boardwalk, you know, and the sun's coming up early in the morning. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's great stuff. Yeah, that's a good song. It was fun. I got to talk to Big Boss Bob. I want to go do the show on the breeze instead and play those songs. <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun. Oh, man. Uh-huh. I'd, be, I'd be a lot happier to get up every day I get to play no, the you wouldn't. smooth no, you wouldn't. and no, easy you favorites. Wouldn't. It's Robbie with Luther. Oh, that'd be fun. Luther Mandra. After the first day or so, I'd be yeah. sick of it just like yeah. everything else. There's so no way. It doesn't. Pebo. Oh, I love Pebo. find some Pebo. Where's Pebo? We love, love Pebo. We love Pebo. Pebo, um, we stalked him a little bit. He sent us a very nice letter for our 100th episode. Um, but people's been going through some tax problems, so. <laughs> yeah, he's got a oh, he has? How much he, does he need? Uh, I think he's about he's, I think a million or million, so. Million yeah. three. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. That's I, a little much. I got no Peebo here in the uh, library. You got no Peebo? Yeah, no Peebo. How is that possible? Wow. I, I do. Hold on. Right. I don't get it. Can we do, um, if ever you're in my arms again, what do you want to do? Hold on. <laughs> I don't know what I got. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. You want to go get the the Dan's information here? Dan's on hold. Let's remember the poor guy's waiting to get his tickets. Oh, he can wait. Oh, Peebo owes $1.2 Yeah, not great. Oh! We'll have Kermit get his information. (laughs) Kermit, get on that. All right, what do I got to do? I got to do that. I got to do that. Oh, there it is. Peebo super hit. Mm. This is it, baby. Mm. Got that suit on with the pocket square. Mm. Oh, yeah. This is skinny Peebo, too. <laughs> skinny Peebo. Oh, listen to that. Beautiful. But I just couldn't see until it was gone. Get it, Peebo. Wait a here it comes. You're on the parkway. Let's go. Sing along. You all know it. Here we go. If ever you're in oh my, my arms again, this time I'll love you much better. Love you much better. Oh, it doesn't get better than this. Man. People That's so the good. best. Pebo Bryce. I love when he one one up Celine Dion. Yeah, you ever seen the music video for Beauty and the Beast? You know the Disney movie. The two of them are singing. He literally pushes Celine out of the way and is like, I'll be handling the uh, key change. Thank you very much. <laughs> he does. Like, one up Celine. I'm like, wow. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Joe Nolan for the win. Yes, Joe. <laughs> God, does life get any better than Celine Dion and Peebo Bryson? No, it does not. He knocks her down. He does. Great. He takes the high notes. <laughs> and then, of course, and then, of course, Oh, oh, yes. yeah. From Aladdin, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. That the great Regina Bell, if I recall, yeah. singing mm-hmm. with. Well done. I can show you the world. Get a Peebo. <laughs> great, man. It doesn't get better than this. First day of summer, baby. You know, most stations play the Beach Boys. <laughs> you know, you go over to that point station, they probably have Bruce all over the place. Not us, baby. People, That's it from Joe Nolan's personal iPad. Oh, <laughs> phenomenal! Flying uh, on the magic carpet. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, man, what you just did was PPM poison. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be quiet. Oh, man. Okay, so I'm gonna go uh, check on listener Dan. Are you still hanging on? I don't know where Kermit is. I can't find him to come take your information. Are you good to hang on for another minute? I'm still here. I thought you guys forgot about me. No, no. not at all. I don't know if you heard. We got a little carried away with the Peebo Bryson thing. So. Understandable. All right, hang on, Dan. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for being a good. Thanks for being a good sport about it. Where is Kermit? I don't know where he's supposed to do this stuff. Mm. All right, time for hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, seven twenty, nine twenty. We hear from moms. We search that hashtag and we share them just like this. Sam McKay said the problem with hiding snacks for my kids is that when I that I forget where they're hidden too. <laughs> Yeah. I know you got chocolate chip somewhere. I just uh, don't know where. It's the worst. I got Velveeta in the cupboard. The best is actually when you hide them and then you find you forget that you had them right. and then you find them later. You're like, yes, like hidden treasure. Gar! Angeline Brockovich said, "Did you ever put your kids to bed and realize an hour later you're still watching SpongeBob?" <laughs> you're scrolling on your phone. Yes, it's okay. not Aaron Brockovich. That's Angela. Angeline. Brockovich. Angeline Brockovich. Angeline. Yes. And Gina and Scott tweets said, this little boy got in my car with the kids and I assumed it was one of their friends. Oh boy. I asked him his name and he introduced himself and then he got out of the car. And then my kids said, I don't know who that boy was. 
I guess he just wanted a ride. Sorry, I thought you were Uber. Are you, <laughs> are you Gustav? Are you Gustav? You're in a white Honda Accord? <laughs> Hashtag mom. It's every morning, 729, 20, You might find yours right here. All right, time now for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories that you needed to know. Be in the note, number five to number one. Friendly reminder, you can always stay in touch with us anytime, anyplace, on any of the socials. We are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio or at 1071 The Boss. You get the podcast wherever you download podcasts or streaming right there. Just press play at 1071theboss.com. Number five, we go to Florida, the panhandle, no less, Pensacola, Florida, because it's always Florida. Florida. Torrential rain there, and Deputy William Hollingsworth gets out of the patrol car trying to help a man who's trapped in the rising waters. Oh, no. Now, part of me doesn't necessarily feel that bad because I know they go on the news and they go there's a big old storm coming get out of the area and there's always one guy that wants to stand on the roof of his house and wait out the storm (laughs) and unless you get yourself a compound or you know a big concrete building not a great idea right well anyway he's trying to rescue this man both of them get pulled into a drainage pipe and traveled underwater for about a hundred feet which is about 15 seconds underwater they estimate the speed they were moving both are going to be okay but the uh, body cam It captured this audio. This oh, is, my gosh. So they're underwater. Oh, my gosh. Jesus is right. A oh, that's police so officer. scary. Deputy didn't sign up for that. Oh, my no, gosh. No, he did not. Well, wow. luckily he was able to get him out of there safely. So Yeah, very Only scary. in the Florida panhandle. <laughs> Number four, I know you're a big fan of Adele. I am. We were talking about next concert you want to go see. Yes. I think that was yesterday. Adele probably be on the list. She's mm-hmm. got a residency in Vegas. Well, someone caught her. Uh, she does a lot of talking, I guess, in between the songs. Yeah, she does. Someone caught her on camera talking about how much she hates wearing Spanx on stage. <laughs> yes, girl. She said they caused her to sweat in her lady places and caused jock itch, so she has to use the powder to get rid of the jock itch Whoa. after wearing the Spanx to look sexy on stage. What? This is Adele. Yeah, we, we know about her. jock itch, Adele. We know all about it. I love her. She's oh. just real. I just gotta readjust. I got some jock itch in my girly places. Listen, if you've ever worn Spanx, sure. you know they're just horrible. There's nothing comfortable about them at all. So it's essentially a, a modern corset, is it not? Some of them, and yeah. some of them have the boning in them, and they're really tight. I cannot imagine how she does those big notes and yeah. sings with her diaphragm with Spanx on. I mean, there, some of them are hard to breathe in. Sure. So I just, wow. I mean, aside of being uncomfortable, they probably, like she says, make you sweat. You're yes. just hot. Yeah, of course you are. You're just sweating all the time. Yeah, let me- let me wipe off a little bit here. Itchy. Number three, Ugh. there's a Reddit poll going on. Someone started a Reddit thread on what celebrities would make unsurprising serial killers. <laughs> Otherwise, you found out this person, in addition to being a celebrity, is also murdering on the uh-huh. side. Yeah. Doing, doing a Dexter deal, you wouldn't yeah, be yeah, surprised. Yeah. Number one, Jared Leto. Well, oh, yeah. He did play the Joker, so, I mean, I guess that makes sense. He's a little he's a little creepy. He's a little weird. He's the kid in the Flash movie, mm-hmm. Ezra Miller, and he's yes. actually been arrested for beating people up and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. I don't know if anything came of it. Tom Cruise, come on! <laughs> come on! I, Tom is a weird guy. He's got a, he's got his Very own weird. way of living. I get that. He doesn't look like a serial killer. Uh, he's got, his, his eyes are a little, I don't know. Ready for this? Ellen DeGeneres. I don't like Ellen very much. She's not. I'm not a fan of her show. I yeah. thought she was schmaltzy, but I mean, I don't think she looks like a serial killer. No, I don't it's, think she looks like a serial killer. And this one, I have to say, I, I can't. I don't disagree. Joel Osteen. Oh, the preacher guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a little a, sketchy. I'd probably go Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin's kind of scary. He's I can see that. Well, Jared Leto makes a and lot of Jared sense. Jared Leto, yes. Yeah. I'm not a particularly religious person, but I have found myself watching Joel Osteen sometimes. You're flipping by. Yeah. Because he, he makes you feel good. He's like, today is a day filled with joy. You can take this day and have a happy day. And I'm like, thanks, Joel. I will try and have a happy yeah, day. I, I don't feel happy when I see him because I look at him and I just see him dripping in money yeah, for no reason. Yeah, he's dripping in cash, and, isn't and he? I just get annoyed. And he's one of those rich people that's looking for tax breaks all yes. the time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> Number two, John Goodman, God bless him, has lost 200 pounds. Wow. Through diet and exercise, he says uh, he's at the age where he just can't afford to sit still anymore if he wants to live all the years he has left. said, I want to live a better life. It's amazing to lose 200 pounds. It but is. It's, it's good to be a celebrity and to be dripping in cash because you can hire a whole group of people mm-hmm. to help you work out and cook you a healthy mm-hmm. meal. So it's a lot harder for the rest of us to lose 200 pounds. It is. It is. But you still got to put in the work even if you have the money. So good for him. And that's guy, he's in his 70s, I would assume, right? Somewhere. I want to say it was his uh, birthday this past week. I Somewhere believe he, close to he was 71. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the older you get, the harder it is to lose. So good for 
for him. I kind of felt bad. You remember they wrote him off Roseanne initially saying he had a heart attack because yeah. he was a big guy. Mm-hmm. And then he came back yeah, uh, they when they wrote the show. And he's like, you all thought I was dead because I was big. Well, now I'm skinny and I'm not dead. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, no. Good for him, though. I'm happy for him. That's great. You know you got to lose a few pounds when you look like a heart attack. And believe me, I would know. <laughs> I would know. Bonus story for you, a woman in Ohio, because sometimes it's Ohio, Ohio. is refusing to take down her Halloween decorations. <laughs> Including a 10-foot werewolf she's got in the front lawn. <laughs> what? Can you imagine living across the street from this lady? She leaves her Halloween decorations up 24-7, 365, and she got a giant 10-foot werewolf in the front lawn. You pull into the driveway, picking the kids up from soccer practice, you're looking at that across the street. I, are people just now complaining because it's June? <laughs> I think they're like, it's June. This is enough. <laughs> like, We're going to let it go until Christmas. Right, but it's almost time to put them back up now, so I don't... What's the complaint? Right, Listen, Barbara, you can leave this up this year. You can leave it up the rest of the year. <laughs> but by November 25th, by Thanksgiving, I want that gone. The werewolf's got to go. Give me a little Wolfman Jack, will you? Ow! <laughs> it's a Wolfman. It's a Wolfman. It's a Wolfman Jack. Number one, a chatbot version of right. Jesus has been streaming oh, on Twitch. Gosh. They call it uh, hashtag ask underscore Jesus. It'll answer your questions on everything from dating to relationships to morals and even tips how to win a board game like Monopoly. Ask Jesus on Chatbot. Is that the... Now, let me understand this. I know the Chat GPT mm-hmm. is the thing. You download the app and you say, tell me about the weather and it'll yeah. search the yeah. internet and the computer voice tells you about whatever, kind of like uh, mm-hmm. the Siri thing. Is this, is this what this is? similar to that, yes. But this one is supposed to be speaking as if it were a divinity. Is that it's the deal? basically an eight ball. It's a magic eight ball <laughs> on the computer. That's all it is. You know is. what that Ask Jesus thing is? A magic eight it's ball. a magic eight ball. That's what it is. <laughs> Joel, Joel Osteen, what do you think of that? All right, bonus, bonus, bonus story. This is also about technology. And I'm going to be somewhat serious here because uh, I, at first I had colleagues asking me, but now I have you know regular people, regular people, people that don't do this goofy job for a living, mm-hmm. asking, hey, I, I saw that uh, thing about the AI DJ. Yeah. What do you think? Like I have friends that talk like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, Robbie, what do you think of that AI DJ thing? There's a uh, DJ out in Portland, Oregon. Her name is Ashley Z, and she's now been on CNN, and uh, she was on News Nation talking about this. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they took her voice. They have her stand there. This is my understanding, and say, hello, goodbye, Tuesday, 45 degrees, like everything you could possibly say, right? And then the computer can get to know the voice and then create its own yes, sentences. its own voices. Once it gets to know a person the way they speak. Right. And so now that she's done that, they were just having the computer... Duplicate her voice DJ. to be the midday DJ. Now, to be fair to the radio station, they call themselves Live ninety five point five. Live ninety five point five. Right, live. which is kind of ironic, right? Right. They say we are not only live, but we've got the first artificial intelligence <laughs> DJ robot. So they, who is not live? So they're up front computer. about. It. And what's funny is you why they've some tapes of people calling in. They don't seem to realize they're talking to the computer because the mm-hmm. computer goes hello, and they go, "Hey, did I win? You have won tickets to." You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But what I think is crazy about this, what this girl didn't understand, is you got to get a deal where you tell it you can't. I mean, what if they have her endorse a product she doesn't believe in? What if they ever say something oh, yeah. offensive? Mm-hmm. You know, something, uh, got, you know, whatever, right? You don't know what the computer's going to come up with. Yeah. And then is she being paid every time they use the voice? And so the fact that she just went in and, sure, I'll do that. And now she's on the news. She thinks she's uh, hot stuff. She made it harder for everybody else. It's funny. I watched a news clip of her. Right. And the reporter asked her, because the reporter, is just, this is somebody a computer could probably replace her, too, at sure. some point, says to her, do you think that... By doing this, you will be replaced at your job. And she thought about it for a second. She said, well, this isn't my full-time job. And you could just see her face go stark <laughs> like, I, I don't know why I didn't think of that, but oh, no. I mean, this is somebody, this is why people have managers and that sort of thing. Because if you don't negotiate the right kind of a deal yeah. for yourself, listen, you want to do it and make a buck, fine. I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure, uh, you know, Casey Kasem's estate. I'm Casey Kasem. Mm-hmm. Keep your feet on the ground. Keep reaching right. for the stars. I'm they sure. Still play right, his right, stuff. Yeah, they struck a deal where they said, "Look, we're going to pay you, you know, an ungodly amount of money for the use of Casey's voice, and we're going to use it to make new cartoons or new countdown shows." That could be a deal that a company that owns Casey, but they're going to know how to negotiate that kind of thing. Yeah. But when you get some girl and she just goes in there willy nilly and goes, "Sure, I'll go on there and do that for you." Well, now all the leverage for other people is gone because why would you pay anybody if she's just doing it right. for free? Right. Not a good situation. I gotta say, I heard the I heard the DJ. I heard sounds her, fake to it me. It sounds horrible. Yeah. It's not good at all. So I don't I don't know how well it's gonna do. But 
I think most people probably won't even notice. And so that's why I think these big weasel corporations are doing this sort of thing. It sounds like Surrey, but without the accent. I think so. (laughs) It doesn't sound good at all. (laughs) It just sounds like Surrey. I mean, listen, if you can get a computer and you want to do something, uh, you know, where you can make it say, I need a voice of a British person or something like that, you know, I mean, I can understand that, you know, but when it comes to pretending that the person is there, you're speaking to somebody. That's creepy. That's just as frustrating as when you're calling customer service. Exactly. Yes. Just get zero. I want a person. Right. Give me a person. That's my take on all of that. <laughs> That's a good analogy. It's exactly what. Oh, she's like. got a big chin too. Don't you get a Jane Okay. Chin. Well, we don't have to. We have to just right. talk about how she looks. Wednesday, world famous celebrity birthday file. Remember that? Uh, speaking of YouTube and all of that, the online stuff. Rebecca Black, she had that song Friday, Friday. She's twenty six. Uh, Chris Allen, the winner of American Idol a couple of years ago, thirty eight. Prince William, speaking of big chins and big heads, <laughs> he's your favorite. He's forty one today. Brandon Flowers from a very fine rock and roll band, The Killers, forty two today. Chris Pratt, Juliette Lewis celebrates today. Nils Lofgren from Bruce's E Street Band, Joey Kramer from Aerosmith, Ray Davies from the Kinks, and Bernie Copel, Doc. Remember Doc from the Love Boat, Joe? He's oh, sure, yeah. 90 years old today. Mm. Today wow. is National Selfie Day and National Smoothie Day. Oh, that's fine. Smoothie sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. Take a selfie with my smoothie. <laughs> sure. You're not going to see hey, an AI you know DJ no. doing that. That's right. You, you got a real. What? No AI DJ's ever going to do this either. Oh. Oh, he had it ready to He had it ready. He was waiting for that. He was waiting. Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Peba. For people that didn't hear the earlier discussion on this, that was really weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joe's referring, referring back to the mystery all the other day. Well, because why would you randomly play Peebo Bryson? Oh, well, that's their fault for not listening all morning. Excellent point, Joe. <laughs> Excellent point. Not going to see a robot come up with some radio magic like that. Nope. None. Zero. Never <laughs> happened ever. <laughs> Probably never a live person either. Probably not, just us. <laughs> but it all worked out just fine. It's He Said, She Said on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. I'll tell you what, that was just poison what you did. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Is there a show that you stopped watching after just one episode? You put it on, you gave it a shot, and you went, nah, wow. this is not for me. I'll give you a funny answer. For a while, that was The Blacklist. Rochelle, Rochelle oh, and I have come yeah. to absolutely love this show. You know, the one with uh, James Spader over mm-hmm. there on NBC, which is about to wrap up after uh, 10 years. Yes. And I remember when it came on, I was like, that looks interesting. And I liked him on Boston Legal with Shatner. So I watched an episode and I went, nah, it's all right. I don't know. And I kind of fell off. And then here I am eight years later, nine years later, and we binge the entire show and are just waiting for the finale in a couple of weeks here. Yeah. So that's a funny one where I, I didn't think I liked it and then it turned out I loved it. You loved it. A lot of these reboots, like I tried the new Saved by the Bell. It's terrible. Oh, yeah, that was... That was bad. Got through one episode mm-hmm. of that. Uh, a lot of the cooking and re, you know the dating shows. I'll do one episode mm-hmm. and go. This is stupid because it's you know oh we put you in a, a giant box <laughs> and you have to find love by digging a hole. You know you know what I mean? These goofy the, the circle that thing. Oh our, yeah, the circle. Our friend Brew was on that show. Mm-hmm. I gave it a try. I couldn't do that. So mm-hmm. a lot of the reality shows. I give it one episode. I'm I'm the type of person that tries to always give it more than one episode. I just yeah. started that manifest show on mm-hmm. Hulu. I think I'm four I think episodes. It's Netflix actually, or, it's one of those. I just I'm trying. I'm doing my best because I like to try new shows. I really do. So I'll try to go a couple episodes. That one I think I'm probably over at this point. But the the one that sticks out in my mind is Black Mirror. Yeah. I watched the first episode and I won't describe it because it was horrible. But there's a scene where there's, there's a man and bestiality. a and a pig. Yeah, it's gross. And I'm not. And I I I was done. I'm yeah. not. What, what is that? A lot of people what? like that show. It just came back for a sixth season. I know, and I've heard that other episodes are great, and you just just don't watch that one. Don't see it. But any show that's okay showing something like that, not for you. I'm out. I'm out. I also tried Two Broke Girls. I watched one episode of that. It was so horrible, so annoying, so not funny. I was just, I was done. I watched one episode on TV. There's a lot of sitcoms, I feel, that are like that, where they're just not, I'm like, I don't don't, don't get it. Yeah, the other one I can think of is Outer Banks, which is another Mm -hmm. show, a Netflix show that's really popular. I thought I'd give it a shot, and there's these teenagers that are floating down the river, treasure hunting. I was like, I'm out. And keep in mind, we're talking about TV shows here. I suddenly am nervous someone's going to say, your show. So, <laughs> what show did you stop watching after just one episode? <laughs> it's 
my fragile ego coming. 732-774-4444. 732-774-4444. Phone lines open. You can also text it or Facebook it. Show you stopped watching after just one episode. That's it. You're out. How do you answer that? He said. She said. Lister Appreciation Party passes just minutes away. Next Wednesday is Boss Night. Casino Pier, Breakwater Beach, Seaside Heights. we got a four-pack of passes for you. We'll do that just after 9 o'clock. Meanwhile, our He Said, she said. is underway. What's a show that you stopped watching after just one episode? You tried it? Maybe it's one of those shows that's got a lot of buzz. Everybody seems to like it. You tried it and said, no, nah, this is not for me. This is not my jam. 923, it said Game of Thrones. Fair. I've never seen that. I haven't seen it either. I, don't I knew think that was going to be a show yeah, I wasn't interested in. That's not, that's not my genre, but... It's like The Hobbit and those kind of things. A lot of people yeah. love that. Lord of the Rings. I could never get into that. I like Harry Potter, but yeah, I'm not. Are, I don't know. know. Just okay. But I, again, I know a lot of people just love it. Yeah. Rich said The Office. Yeah, I agree with that, too. I've tried about an episode, and I couldn't get into that. I know. The first season is terrible. The first season is terrible. So watch the first season. You'll hate it, but just give up a couple hours of your life. <laughs> then the second season's a little better, and all of it is fine. Yeah, man, that's really... Very appealing. It's so much better. It's not even the whole first season, but the first several episodes are really, you're learning about each one of the people in the office, so it's just kind of boring, but yeah. it really does get better, I sure, it was very boring. I could okay. never get into it. I've also seen a little bit of the British one with Ricky Gervais, yes. you know, one of those Channel 2000 or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. Well, that's even worse. I got no idea what they're yeah. saying. The accents are so thick, the British accent, you can't even understand them. I did try that one. I didn't like that one as much, but the, the office was very good, especially if you've ever worked in an office, because yeah. a lot of the things that they do are just so true. No, Office Space, I can get it. That movie's funny. Yeah. <laughs> you want you want to go have lunch? Cool. <laughs> That's a southern accent. I was trying to do British. I don't, I, know like, I don't know what that is. I'm just saying the Ricky Gervais office was terrible. Text from 9116 said Yellowstone. I couldn't make it through the first episode. Well, again, a lot of people love it. Yeah. And Rachel said Bridgerton. It's like fast food version of Jane Austen. <laughs> Yeah. Rachel, what's wrong with you? No, that's exactly right. Rachel. I haven't seen it, but... Have you seen the first season? (laughs) So good. We got a lot of naked butts. Yes. Line two, hello. You'll agree with me, but uh, Seinfeld. Well, Mm. listen, Seinfeld I can understand. Some people love it. Some people can't get it. I I, I appreciate that. I I was never a Seinfeld person. I I, I tried it several times. I just didn't find it funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Nothing wrong with that. I'll tell you, that's one of those shows, there's a lot of them, where you go back and you go, you know what, I haven't watched it in a long time, and it comes up as, a, you know, the classic TV mm-hmm. when you're searching through the streaming. Seinfeld's one of those shows that I go, this is not great. It doesn't hold up. I loved it when it was on. I thought it was yeah. hysterical, and now I watch them, and they're not only dated, but they're just not that funny. It's funny how some shows just don't age well. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then some of them are classic. I was a Friends person. I wasn't a Seinfeld person, but I have tried to give it a, a shot yeah. as an adult, and I just... Now, I've gone the other way with Friends. I didn't really like it when it was on. Right. But now I think now it's hysterical. Get it. yeah. Now I get I don't know if it's a different perspective or what. You just love Joey. How you doing? 732-774-4444. Call or text. You can also Facebook. A lot of Facebook answers this morning. What show did you stop watching? What TV show? After just one episode, you're He Said. She Said. Some more coming up. Boss Listener Appreciation Party passes. Hello. Wow. Wow. We, we got a happy family, huh? I was trying to win these tickets for so long. Oh, great. Well, you get a four-pack to join us for the Lister Appreciation Party. We appreciate you. We'll see you next Wednesday night, Breakwater Beach Water Park, uh, for Boss Night. Who is this? Janelle Louisa. Janelle, where are you calling us from? South Amboy. Nice. You got four tickets. You bringing the whole group with you? Yes. All right. We'll look forward to seeing you out there again next Wednesday night in Seaside. Nice going, man. She's excited. Yeah. It's He Said. She Said. Robbie and Rochelle. Matter of fact, today would be a pretty nice day just to hang around the house if you can do it, watch a little TV. Mm-hmm. If you're slacking off working from home or you happen to have a vacation week, not great. Cloudy, showers around all day. So yeah. this is a watch TV kind of day. We're talking TV shows. What show did you stop watching after just one episode? A lot of Facebook answers on this. Text line, phone lines open, 732-774-4444. Text from 7632 said Dahmer. Hmm. Yeah. Huh, did you make it through that whole show? I did. I watched the whole thing. I wish I hadn't have, have watched it, honestly. Yeah. It was it was interesting, just the story was, but I still have nightmares about it. It was not, it, I should have watched uh, it. <laughs> who was the actress we had on? Was it Ellen Bernstein that's in that show? I can't remember. We had her on when uh, Dahmer came out. And I said, are you oh. uh, concerned doing this kind of a project you know, about a serial killer? Yeah. She's like, I don't give a damn. I'll just take the yeah, money. I'm 82 <laughs> years old. I'm happy to be working. <laughs> that's like, what she, yeah. Like, that's fantastic. Yeah, God she bless did. you. She did. And it was, it was very popular. And I did get through it, but I wish I wouldn't have. There's something... Uh, 
how do I put this? There's something to me that is a slightly nefarious about Netflix. Something in the programming choices here. They just have... You just you scroll through, and they just have just a few too many shows about murder and autopsies, <laughs> and there's just something People a little. Into that. I understand, but like you look at HBO or you look at uh, Amazon, and it's you know there's mm-hmm. Mission Impossible and there's Peppa Pig, but you look at Netflix, and there's just yeah. a little bit of weirdness there that makes me go, yeah, I don't like Netflix. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Am I crazy here? No, Did anyone else notice this? There's a lot of documentaries. There's a lot of yeah, real life murder, homicide. If there's anybody yeah. else that has ever scrolled uh, scrolled through uh, Netflix and thought this. Seriously, text me. I'd be curious if I'm crazy. 732-774-4444. James said, Stranger Things. I know it's sci-fi, but so many inaccuracies, I couldn't take it. Yeah, I agree. I tried an episode myself, and I hated it. But I've seen a couple others because the kids like it. Yeah, but they do. I, I don't get that show at all. <laughs> well, Nona Ryder, by the way, is awful in that show. I've never thought she was a great actress, but she's just totally overacting. Yeah, oh, she's... God! Like, she's just tearing up the scenery in that show. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> Sean said, Emily in Paris and New Girl, they were both terrible. Yep. I agree. With that, I, we tried Emily in Paris for an episode or two. Same thing, yeah. And yeah. I, I hate a new girl. I That's uh, Phil Collins' daughter, by the way. Lily yeah, Collins. it is. Yeah. It is. It's a popular show. I, I think it's on the fourth season or so. But I, I don't. I didn't get it. And Brandon said Fubar. I wanted to like it, but I didn't. Yeah, we just had on uh, the lead in that show too. She's yeah. uh, Monica something or other, Barbero. So I hear that a lot. People Arnold. people are trying it because of Arnold's in it, but yeah. they're just it's just not good. We looked at the preview and I went, nah. Can't even commit it's, to... uh doesn't look good. There's one that I think is still on, and again, another guest we had on promoting the show, uh, Welcome to Fletch, I think, on Fox, our friend... Oh, uh, yeah. Stifler, Sean mm-hmm. William Scott from the American Pie yeah, movies. He plays a priest or something. He does, but he's like a, an uns- a squirrely priest. Yes, we tried to... Well, you're right, we did try and an I think he's, of that. He's a funny man, and he was he's a lovely guy when he's on the phone with you, you know, interviewing with us, but I, the show is just bad, you know? It's not good. You no. just feel bad. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll keep the lines open. 732-774-4444, or Facebook anytime today, the show... You stopped watching after just one episode. Just couldn't do it.